0: Here's the truth behind how to get into physical therapy school with a low GPA. Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we help you get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Our goal with these episodes is to give you clarity, confidence, and control over your ability to get into your dream schools as a future physical therapist. So if that's you, you you're on the right podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode and other episodes, be sure to share them out with other friends, other Pre-PT friends who you believe would value every single episode. We're here to help you get one step closer to your dream. And before we start this episode, we want to give you access to some of our best resources to help you get accepted into PT school, despite having low GPAs, previous rejections, GRE struggles, and more. So go to www.ptschoolacceptance.com and we will take care of you from there. Have a blast listening to this particular episode. And if you enjoy it, be sure to share it out with other friends who you believe would value it as well first, before I break all that stuff down, my name is Joe Sagugi. I'm a physical therapist, one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, where we specialize for years in helping students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money, and also graduate from school that free end. One of the biggest groups that we've worked with is low GPA students. And when I say low, I'm talking low. I'm talking to the tune of 2.4 GPAs after graduating college. I'm talking 2.54. We had one student that started with us at a 1.7 even. So low, low GPAs and how those students were able to get into physical therapy school. In fact, I don't think there's any other platform that exists as of right now that has dealt with this many low GPA students. So I'm gonna to talk to you about a few things that are gonna be very important, especially if you do have a lower GPA, whether your GPA is at 3.2, a 3.0, a 2.9, 2.7, or lower, or whatever. And things that are gonna be important for you to keep in mind if you want to have a really good chance of getting into physical therapy school. So I'm gonna break all that stuff down here. And of course, if you're newer to our platform, please enjoy, enjoy Binge. We have tons of content on this platform. We have tons of content on every other media platform that you can find. Just look for Pre-PT Grind and of course, be sure to like, subscribe, share this out with your friends. But let's get to work. Here's the truth behind how to get into PT school or getting into PT school with a very low GPA. The first thing that I want you to really understand is that it's not easy. It's not easy, but it's very possible. And I think a lot of the students that we've worked with who have had lower GPAs, the battle that they're facing is that they've been told by other people to have a backup option because to other people, their situation seems borderline impossible, right? We've had multiple students who have been in the mid twos, right, 2.4, 2.5, 2.6, 2.7, and what's common for them is, hey, you might wanna pick a different career just in case, or you might wanna have a backup option, or you might wanna consider not pursuing physical therapy you're not gonna be competitive enough, all the different narratives, right? Crazy thing is, all of those students are currently either in PT school or physical therapist. So how the heck did they do it? And was it luck? And the answer is it wasn't. Maybe maybe if it was one student, it would've been luck, but when it's over 100 students, Lux, it really isn't part of that picture anymore. There's certain things that are predictable, but one of the first things that I need you to just believe is that it's possible. Because if you'd believe that it's impossible, then you're going to keep sabotaging yourself. You'll basically keep getting in your way because you'll keep thinking that you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough. And it's one of the reasons why we talk about some of these things because it's easy to look through um, some thread online or some group online that's talking about students that have super high grades and you're like, oh my goodness, like I'll never be good enough. And I've seen students nearly quit (laughs) their entire dream of becoming a PT because they read a thread where they were basically like, I'm not going to be competitive enough. There's no way that I'll ever be able to compete with hundreds and thousands of students that with thousands of students that have had much, much higher GPAs than myself. There's no way the schools will look at me and see me favorably. But if you know what to do, you'll be okay. So let's talk through this. And then by the end, what I'll do is I'll tell you a few steps that are going to be very important. And then at the very end, I'll actually give you an opportunity to, if you're a lower GPA student and you're like, hey, I want help with figuring this out the right way. And I don't want to guess. I don't want to be in the dark. Then I'll give you an opportunity to actually set up a conversation with one of our team members within the next few days so that we can see your situation specifically, help you figure out what your next best moves are and what the best strategy is for you to be able to get into physical therapy school and get into your dream career. So I'll give you that option here at the end. But the first thing is you need to be very clear. If you have a lower GPA, you need to be very, very clear on why you're doing physical therapy, right? Because what it's going to take for you to go from where you're at right now to getting an acceptance letter and being a PT is going to require a lot of clarity because it's not going to be easy, right? And when things are harder, right, we need to know why we're doing it. So I need you to ask yourself, why do I want to be a physical therapist? Like why, and why this over other careers? And if there's another career that you actually feel more called to than physical therapy, then leave PT and do that, right? But if you're like, no, PT is still the career that I want, my question to you is why? I want you to be very clear because what's going to happen is in the hardest moments when you're having to retake a class, when you're having to retake the the GRE, when you're having to do all the other pieces that are going to help you get into a program, there's going to be moments where you're going to be like, this is a lot. Right, And in those moments, the only thought you're gonna have to go back to is why am I doing this in the first place? And if my reason is not strong enough, I will have a very high chance of doing the Q word, which is quit, right? And so why do you want to do this? That's the first thing I want you to be very clear on. And if that's not a strong reason, then either you really don't wanna be a PT, and this is just something that maybe someone suggested, and you really don't quite know what you want, or you haven't asked yourself enough questions to really solidify why this really, really matters to you. If you answer to me and you're like, I just love it because I get to help people. Well, there's other careers where you can help people. Give me something more than that. Like, why do you really want this? Like why why not being a chiropractor? Why not being a massage therapist? Why not being an athletic trainer? There's other careers that deal with people that deal with movements that help people, right? But my question is why this? Be very, very clear on that. And if you don't know, go figure that out because if you don't know that and you have a lower GPA, you're gonna have a higher chance of quitting. I'm just telling you because we've seen it many, many times. But if you're clear on that, then okay, now we got our ammo, that's our that's our fuel, that's our engine to know that when things get tough, we have something very, very solid to lean back on so that we can get back in the game and keep doing what we need to do so that we can get our acceptance letters and into our dream career. So that's the first thing is you need to be very clear on why you're doing this in the first place if you have a lower GPA. The second thing with a low GPA is understanding that This is a game of precision, right? It's a game of precision. What I tell students that obviously get on a call with us, but I tell them I'm like, listen, when you have a low GPA, you you don't have as much wiggle room to mess around. And what I mean by that is a lot of students are like, yeah, I'm just gonna apply to a school that I know, and then I'm gonna do what this other person did. And then I saw this one YouTube video giving this one strategy about this. We're basically all over the place. And that's not, like, that's not precision. That's guesswork. There's a reason why so many students feel so spread thin. and. So stressed and feeling like they're getting all these different pieces of advice and opinions. And they're usually listening to people that have never been physical therapists before, like their parents or their advisor, and all that stuff. And it starts to lead you down this path of uh, basically confusion, right? And if you're confused long enough, you'll do the Q word again. You'll quit because you'll feel like it's impossible. Does that make sense? And so this is a game of precision. It's a game of precision in the schools that we're selecting. We have to apply to the right schools for you. If you have a lower GPA, listen to me very carefully. Most of the schools that are out there are not a fit for you. That's perfectly fine. That's actually a good thing. Our job, though, is to find the schools that are a fit for you. Does that make sense? Right? So if you ever hear us sharing stories of students that you know have had super low GPAs, one of the first things we had to figure out was which school is the best school for you to go to. Let's, like, It's a game of precision, but we have to do that the right way. Now, like I said, by the end, if you're like, oh, yo, I want help with figuring this whole thing out, I got you. I'll tell you exactly how to get a hold of us. The other thing is it's a game of precision in terms of my game plan. I should have so much clarity that I know not just which schools I'm applying to, but I should be able to know what my timeline is, like when should I be applying based off of where I'm at? Should I be applying next year? Should I be applying the year after that? Once I've established that, I'm not doing it because of what I feel, I'm doing it because of what will give me the best chance of getting into the right programs. Am I applying to the right number of schools, which is somewhere between four to seven programs? And then do I have a game plan that's basically telling me what to do every single day, every single week, every single month between now and when I submit my application? That's all doable, that's all possible, but that's the level of precision that you have to operate with because there's no room for error. Does that make sense? Right, think of it kind of like like a sports game where you're on the team that's down at halftime, right? And if you're down by a lot of points, you have less room for error if you wanna make a comeback. Now, if you come out, you know, the second half and you're just kind of messing around and testing things out, you're going to lose the game. So if you have a lower GPA, we can't play that game. And part of that will require retaking classes, knowing which which classes to retake. It will require improving certain things that obviously will help you get a better chance of having an A the next time you take a class, which leads me to the next point, which is learning how to learn, right? A lot of students that have lower GPAs have never actually learned how to learn, like meaning that A lot of us rely so much on what I call high school study strategies, right? Which is, in high school, we did a lot of memorization. Think about a test that you've taken, right? Like, when you take an exam, how many times have you taken a test, and then two days after the exam, if someone asked you specific questions on that topic, you probably wouldn't remember because you didn't actually learn the information. You memorized it a day or two before the exam, you basically showed up to the test, you said, hey, I hope the, the professor asks the right questions so that whatever info is in here somehow matches the questions that the professor asks and hopefully i pass the exam right and so but two or three days later that information is gone because you didn't actually retain it you it was basically held there for short-term memory, and that's it, right? And so most students struggle with actual, with learning, right? The reason why you, you struggle with getting a, an A in chemistry, physics, biology, anatomy, and physiology, all that stuff is because we're relying on strategies that don't work. And so we gotta learn how to learn. We gotta learn how to actually take the in information, retain information, and actually apply it for long periods of time. It's also one of the reasons why when you take a final exam, you feel like you're learning the information for the first time. I'm sure you felt that before, right? We take a final exam, man, like, I, I know we learned this like a couple months ago but I just can't remember it. Yeah, that's because you didn't actually learn it, right? And so that's the next piece, is if we're gonna get better grades, which is a big part of it, especially if you have a lower GPA, a big part of it will be retaking classes. No one wants to retake classes, but you can either choose to retake classes and give yourself a good chance of getting into school, or you can choose to do this the long way and keep applying over and over and over again and potentially get rejected and delay your acceptance by years if you're not blocking in. Like we've had students delay as much as four years, or actually, we had one student that had tried for five years in a row before they're like, all right, I'm done trying this the hard way how can y'all help me out? And they ended up joining one of our coaching programs and they got in the, the next round, go figure, right? It's just learning the principles and actually honoring them, right? And so so, so, so learning how to learn. And then the, the last part is filtering the noise, right? When you have, and yes, truthfully, there are more steps than this, but these are the ones that I want you to start with, especially when you have a lower GPA. And then I'll, I'll give you an opportunity here shortly, but but filter, the noise, when you have a lower GPA, you're gonna have more people in your ear telling you you can't. Right. Whether that's people that you love, whether that's advisors, what I mean, like I had five of my classmates. And one of the reasons why Pre-PT Grant even began was because when I was a sophomore in college, five of my classmates were told by our mutual advisor to basically pull the plug on physical therapy. Keep in mind, we hadn't even applied yet. We were years away from applying, we were sophomores, right? But it's because they had a very rough freshman year and their grades were low, and so the the advisor was like, yeah, I don't think you're gonna have a good shot of getting into PT school, so why don't we just stop right now? (laughs) Which is terrible, right? And this was their dream, and it was frustrating to me because I stayed in the dorm room with these guys. And so I was like, yo, like we had talked about, well, we were all on the same floor in our dorm and we had talked about why we wanted to be physical therapists and we knew all the different stories and I knew that they wanted it, but someone who did not understand this journey, someone who had never been a physical therapist, someone who didn't understand what it actually felt like to give up on a dream, basically told them, hey, pull the plug, just don't be a PT and that sucks, right? So that's that's, that's a big piece. And so just filter the noise, only listen to... One of two people, number one, individuals who have been in your shoes before. So if you're listening to someone that has been in your shoes before, meaning that they had a low GPA and they were able to get accepted into PT school, they are worth listening to because they've been in your shoes and they got to where you're trying to go. The second thing is listen to people that have guided people like you, right? So listen to people that have actually guided multiple people that have had low GPAs, right? Then. That could be us or someone else, right? But, but find someone that's actually done this so that you're learning from people that will get you to the other side and not pull you back. Does that make sense? And so those are the biggest pieces. And if you do that, you filter the noise with everybody else. So you basically put up the blinders and say, anyone that is not one of those two groups, I am not listening to them for advice when it comes to getting accepted into PT school. It'll help you do the things that'll help you get closer to your dream and you'll absolutely crush it. So, so that's it. I hope that made sense. I hope that was helpful. Uh, and if you know another low GPA student that needs to this, share this out with them, of course, and be sure to subscribe and all that stuff. And if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I want help. I want help to do this the right way. I want to make sure that I am able to navigate through where I'm stuck and I and I have the support and the blueprint and the team to help me pull this off so that I can get into PT school, then I got you. Go to www. Acceptedstrategy.com, www.acceptedstrategy.com. Schedule a call with our team, literally schedule it within the next few days, let's talk. Only if you're serious though, if you're not serious about getting into school, if you're not serious about doing everything in your power to have a really high chance of getting accepted, then then don't do it, right? But for those of you that are serious and you're like, hey, I'm ready, I'm at a 10 out of 10 in terms of just how ready I am to take massive action and just take care of this and be on the right path, then that's for you. So go to www.acceptedstrategy.com, set up that call, we'll talk soon, let's help you figure out where you're at, where you're stuck, what your blueprint is, and of course, if we have a resource that can help you moving forward, that's it. So let's help you get into your dream career, if you have a low GPA, all hope is not lost you are going to be okay but if you ignore the stuff that i talked about then yes you may end up getting in your own way and quitting and that's how a career dies or that's how a dream dies and i don't want that for you you don't want that for you we will see you on the next training i hope this is helpful share this out have a good one much love bye what is up guys you've been listening to the pre-pt grind podcast where we don't just help you get into pt school but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you could take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about PrePT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.